Get the best odds on all the big games this March. Download the Circa Sports Iowa app today. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Need another big third down conversion. Meyer looking to throw. Fires deep down the left side for Blythe, and he has the catch. Tiptoeing the sidelines. 20, 10, 5. Touchdown, Todd Blythe, his fourth of the day. Unbelievable. All right, Todd. Wait, wait are we live? You're an idiot. Um, you know how to intro a podcast? I have no idea. I think you just start talking. Maybe say the name of it and then just start talking. What, what, what was your name? It's the Meyer to Blythe podcast, but I think you said you had, sure we, you had a suggestion. Well, I thought we had agreed upon um, Blythe from Meyer, uh, but that got voted down. Apparently, you have more yeah. votes than I do. But. Are you a backwards hat guy? Is that Okay. All right. Let me go ahead and... Wow. There. There you go. Oh, Camo. Look at you. It's Iowa State. Yeah. Thank you for your service, Camo. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, pouring up on a third. That's Thursday, I guess. Yeah. Absolutely. There, what is your drink of choice? What are you drinking? Uh, this is a little scotch. It's a little. Ar- Ardbeg 10. Got Diet Coke in there. Are you, you're probably a. Diet Coke. Uh, no, the only thing that touches my scotch is ice. Okay. See what I drink? Still an athlete. Yeah, last night it was Monster. So good job on me Gatorade tonight. I know. Well, I, I was in the car for six hours today, coming back from Grafton, North Dakota. Um, I was um, in Iowa City uh, the past couple of days for work. So oh. I was wearing I was wearing my Cyclone Fanatic red uh, face mask around though. So you know, mm-hmm. kind of behind enemy lines, representing the color. There you go. You stop by the building and see how everything's going over there. Yeah, I just wanted to stop in and see how Kirk went. Kirk and the boys are doing over there. You know, they've been kind of coming under fire. Um, so just wanted to, you know, show my support, a little show of solidarity. Um, let them know that support. hey, you know, we we got you. You hate yeah. to see it. You hate to see it. Well, they better get it right now. He said, "Long time to do it." So yeah. Let's hope they figure it out. Um, Maybe okay. episode two, we'll really go in depth into yeah. uh, into that kind of stuff. Okay. Um, okay. So yeah, let's get into it. This is going to be. Uh, I just knocked over a speaker in my awesome uh, unfinished basement setup, so ignore that noise there. But uh, yeah, so this is going to be the uh, the Meyer to Blythe podcast. Uh, we're partnering with uh, our good friends over at Cyclone Fanatic and Chris Williams and and his team, who obviously do a great job covering all things Iowa state and all things Iowa sports. Um, so we're excited and, uh, you know, very thankful and, and just to be able to sit down and talk sports and kind of BS and talk family. And obviously we'll go heavy into, 
you know, into politics and religion and everything that everybody <laughs> loves, <laughs> loves to hear so much about that, uh, seem to lose followers on the first night. Oh, doing that. Yeah. Seem to creep their way into the sports conversation, but, uh, you know, we'll do our best to keep it light. Um, obviously during the season, where your fingers crossed, we'll have a season this year. I think, hmm. you know, we'll see, uh, obviously they're doing everything they can to, to be planned for it. So hopefully we'll, we'll start to see some trends, trends go in the right direction. But uh, during the season, obviously, you know, preview, um, recaps, you know, pre and post game and just, you know, everything that's going to happen, it's going to be an eventful year, regardless. I think, uh, a lot of things are going to be a lot of things, college football, NFL, high school, uh, a lot of things to talk about. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, obviously we'll keep it, we'll keep it light and we'll obviously sprinkle in some, you know, whatever's going on. I know I got, I got a, a two and a four-year-old, uh, two daughters at home that keep you, uh, keep me in. It's interesting here. It's going to keep you on your toes and you have a lot of fun uh, stories to share and whatnot. So I know, uh, why don't we just kind of run through a quick, you know, just a quick minute kind of to give everyone uh, listening kind of an update of where we're at. So why don't you go first? All right. Um, yeah, first off, just excited to do this. It's kind of been in the works for a while. We've been talking with Chris for a number of months to kind of get this going. Um, we've been kind of pushing it off just for the simple fact that starting a new sports podcast with no sports um, seemed like kind of a difficult thing to uh, drum up some hashtag content, but uh, decided it was a good time to get it going here. But uh, yeah, just a little kind of where are they now section for us. Um, so after my time at Iowa State, uh, which obviously Brett and I played together um, back in the uh, mid 2000s, which uh, is <laughs> seems like a long time ago now. But uh, I had my my quick, uh, very quick, brief cup of coffee in the NFL before they uh, sent you know gave my walking paper. So my coffee wasn't even cold yet by the time they kicked me out of town. Um, after that, I uh, went into coaching um, and I coached at West Moines Valley for a uh, for a year. I uh, spent a couple seasons at Simpson College and then coached at uh, University of Northern Iowa for uh, three years. Um, at that point, my girlfriend at the time and then fiance and, and now wife, Brittany, and I kind of decided that maybe the coaching lifestyle, of, you know, 100-hour work weeks and, and no days off and, you know, potentially crisscrossing the country for jobs maybe wasn't the lifestyle that we were kind of looking for. So made a career change uh, and uh, for about the last – Five going on six years now. I've been uh, in the medical device field. Um, and, yeah, so that's uh, that's what brought me to Iowa City uh, yesterday. I don't just spend a lot of time there, uh, you know, just just because. So, uh, um, but, yeah, and then uh, at home, um, again, my, my wife's name is Brittany, and we have uh, two kids, a uh, three-and-a-half-year-old little boy named Jace, who's a, just a lunatic and a psychopath, but he's awesome. And then a uh, brand-new little girl, Kaylin, that uh, we just came into our lives in uh, June. So things are crazy. She, um, as of two nights ago, she finally kind of figured out that sleeping at night was okay. Um, but before that there was uh, zero sleep going on, but, uh, yeah, that, that kind of gets you caught up to where I'm at sleep deprived and, uh, uh, itching for some sports. How, how was it? How long did it take you before you figured out what you were going to name your daughter? KJ? Oh, I, sh- I should have known this was going to come up. Um, well, of course you have nine months, we couldn't come to terms on anything in nine months. Um, and so we terms, got to the hospital come to terms. It was kind of a negotiation. Yeah. Um, and so we got to the hospital, the baby was born and the baby spent about 36 hours, um, nameless. We still referred to her as uh, baby pink since that's what our uh, son Jace had called her, uh, for the months leading up to it. Um, and so after about 36 hours of being alive and being nameless, um, she finally uh, got the name Kaylin. Uh, we love it. We think it fits her. And, uh, yeah. 
She goes by KJ. KJ is kind of sweet. KJ. She's an athlete. She's KJ. Exactly. Well, I'm banking on her being an athlete. One, because I think KJ will sound good over like a PA system. And two, because we are not saving for college. So she better go to scholarship somewhere. KJ Blythe with a turnover. It's like her dad. KJ Blythe on the woodwind section. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, that's great, Don. Appreciate you catching us up. Um, so you take another sip. What kind of, what are you drinking? Is it bourbon? This is, uh, no, this is scotch. Ardbeg 10 from uh, Isla, Scotland. Ardbeg 10. Real smoky stuff. You probably couldn't handle it. You just sit there with your Gatorade. Trying to hydrate, man. So why don't you tell us about what's going on with you? Uh, you mentioned that you got two little girls. Conveniently, one a year older and one a year younger than my son. Um, so, you know, we'll see how that goes down the road. But go ahead. Jace, Jace knows better. <laughs> he knows better. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we're, <laughs> yeah, so we, um, yeah, we're up here in the Twin Cities. We're in, uh, we live in Maple Grove. So it's a suburb that's um, northwest of downtown, anywhere from, you know, 20, 25 minutes. So a quick drive downtown uh, on the west suburb. So, yeah, we like it. We enjoy it. Uh, girls are in daycare here. We're starting to put down some roots and, you know, hopefully we'll be here for a while. We, we do really like it. We bought a house a couple of years ago. And as you can see, I'm in our uh, unfinished basement that uh, we plan to uh, complete here in a little bit so I can have my spot where I can just come hide and um, maybe do Roll a man Roll putts on your indoor putting group. Yeah, no, it's, it'll, be, uh, it'll be a guest room, a play area, and that's probably it. Maybe some storage. But, uh, yeah, anyway, it'd be nice to have it done. But, uh, yeah, so we're up in Minneapolis uh, – Two little girls, Olivia's four, Violet's two. Um, I mean, same thing. I mean, just listen about 10% of the time. It's, uh, I've become more patient. I've learned that I can't, uh, you can't raise your voice at, at, at four-year-olds, especially uh, little four-year-old girls. So uh, dad's <laughs> trying to do a better job of, uh, of being patient. But uh, no, I obviously love them to death. They're a ton of fun. And, uh, you know, I'm lucky to have Karina, um, you know, as my – uh, Karina here to kind of to set everything to kind of get the ship going in the right direction and, and keep it going because obviously without her I would be a mess so very lucky um you'd be drowning with two yeah, little girls by I know yourself. somehow convinced her to you know <laughs> to uh to hang around so yeah we're uh very lucky but uh living in Minneapolis and been an eventful uh <laughs> since early Memorial Day uh from the from the COVID on to obviously George Floyd and kind of where we're at now so um, it's calmed yeah. down a little bit, but it hopefully Times have been interesting. In yeah, been, yeah sure. it was an interesting time for sure. I, you can still, you know, I, I cover the state of Minnesota and obviously hospitals downtown. And it's just anytime you're driving around the area that was affected, you, you can see, you know, there's several buildings that were destroyed and burned. And um, yeah, it, it's, uh, it's, it's quite a stark reminder of, uh, you know, what happened not too long ago. So um, yeah, a unique time, but, uh, like I said, hopefully we can move forward and those responsible will be held accountable and, and we can see some change. I think, I think that's what everybody sure. wants. So change is needed right now. Yeah. So, okay, well, let, let's kind of get into, uh, you know, we're going to get into too many things right now, but, uh, just, we'll start with kind of the college football season. Um, maybe like, will it is happen? Should it happen? Yeah. I think, uh, you know, I, I see it as something that, I think it'll happen just because you've seen, you know, Wisconsin coming out with a hundred million dollar number uh, that they would lose if games aren't played. And I just, I think there's too much money at stake to not at least try to make it work. Um, 
seen, you know, every league's basically come out and said 10 games. We're going to control what we can control. We're going to have hopefully like a uniform testing, you know, within each conference. And, um, you know, we'll see, we'll see what happens. I know with, uh, I feel really good about Iowa state and kind of our brain trust, whether it's, you know, Coves, obviously Mark Coberly, who's the head of head of athletic training and Jamie Pollard, and coach Campbell, and just, I like our chances to make, uh, you know, to do the best we can, uh, and, and have a good shot at, uh, of making things work. And, you know, with coach Campbell, somebody who, uh, I, I'd love the quote he had a while back and stating that, you know, if we don't have fall camp or we have an abbreviated fall camp, he said, you know, in D3, we showed up day one, ready to go, you know, without any preseason. So, or without any, you know, extended camp or, or summer workouts. And so I, I'm, I think that I mindset that. W- will serve us well, um, you know, as a team and just the mentality of it all. Cause it's going to be, I think whoever's going to be able to minimize distractions throughout the year, there's going to be plenty. There's going to be players that are going to have to, uh, you're going to have to sit for games. You may have uh you know, break out in the offensive line room or, you know, quarterback room, whatever. Uh, there's going to be a lot of distractions on campus during the game. It's going to be different. You know, stadiums may be empty. They may be 10% full. They may be 50% full. I mean, there's just going to be a lot of things going on. So, again, I, I think our leadership at the top uh, is going to give us, I think, an edge over a lot of programs, and, and we'll kind of see how it shakes out. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I agree with all that. Uh, you mentioned the, the brain trust that I would say, and I think, you know, between – Jamie Pollard at the head of the athletic department is as good as it gets. And he's shown that he's on the forefront of ideas and, and what he's willing to do as an AD um, to, to coach Matt Campbell, who is, I think already done great things for, for the program, you know, on the field, but off the field as well. I know that, uh, you know, you hear, you hear stories from in the, inside the program with, you know, coaches taking pay cuts and him still trying to help out and, and do what he can to, uh, to help his assistant coaches that obviously aren't making the, um, the kind of money that a head coach does. So that's, that's just awesome to see guy that uh, truly embodies the, the cyclone family. Um, you know, what we say, you know, day in, day out, week in, week out. Um, uh, he, you know, he really buys in and believes in that. And then you mentioned Mark Overly, who, uh, you know, how I feel about Cobes. He's as good as it gets. He's, he's the goat when it comes to athletic training and he put me back together and uh, on multiple occasions and, you know, when it comes to keeping the guys healthy and keeping them ready to go uh, for Saturday mornings, he's as good as it gets. Um, but again, that's, you know, I trust our people. The The crazy thing about college football and what you have to do when you're playing other teams is, are they going to be doing the same thing? And are we going to be able to have uh, now 10 game season? Um, is everyone, you know, we may get through the first two weeks is our third week opponent uh, going to be able to play and going to be able to make the game. What's the bowl picture or the standings, you know, picture kind of look like if a couple of teams only play seven games, you know, how, how do you navigate those waters? I think there's obviously more questions than answers right now. And we'll kind of just, I think everybody's just going to play it by ear and cross those bridges when they come. Um, but man, I think the money in college football is too big for people not to, uh, not to take a swing at it and, and see if they can't make it work. Yeah, I would agree. I think, yeah. I mean, financially that's kind of what drives it. And so we'll see. Um, and kind of an interesting story that, you know, I've been following up here, obviously Minnesota has elected not to play football this fall. Um, I think they're going to try to push it to the spring and you've seen other States, Colorado, uh, Illinois follow the same path. And then, you know, Iowa, I think, I don't know, was Iowa the only state that played baseball this year? Yeah, but um, well, I don't know if we're the only one. We're one of the only ones. Part of that is because we're one of the only States that does summer baseball. 
um, all most other high schools that you know are especially around us, but I think across the country are all spring baseball. Okay, so we got a little bit of an advantage by doing it that way. Yeah, so um, it's hard to tell if you know. I know they had some stats that came out that that was you know the percentage of games like you know well in like ninety five or so percent of the games are played, but uh, I just think it's tough to really get a grasp on you know whether or not. I mean, I know it's great for the kids that got to play because I can only imagine you know, our senior years in high school, not being able to play to play high school football, baseball, no, whatever just the move, case was. Just move a couple States over. You can always just play for somebody else. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 that's kind of what I wanted to get at was um, <laughs> as a coach at Roosevelt, you know, what are your thoughts when you see, you know, a, a kid that, uh, you know, a four-star quarterback from Colorado, a state that's not playing is transferring in. Uh, this late in the game to play, which uh, he's already committed to Kansas State, which, you know, I can understand, you know, the first, you know, handful of games for kids who, you know, maybe don't have any offers or want to get better offers or, you know, just want to get a chance to play college football. But if you're maybe, you know, you're a four-star kid, you got your offers, you're committed. Um, But I I think there is a a rule at one of the school, one of the kids who plays in Illinois, I was reading that they don't allow their students to graduate at semester which is a little bit odd. So I think that was, and maybe that's in play at more schools than we know. You know, you don't want to be too critical of high school kids, but I'd say I I do because that four-star kid is transferring to Valley who we play week one. So I'm I'm going to be uber critical right now. Yeah. (laughs) I I think the maybe be critical of uh, the coaches who are, who are accepting the kids in Iowa. Just be, I I don't know. It just something about it doesn't. uh, It doesn't really pass the smell test, does it? It's, it well, just I seems just, a little off. Yeah, I just think there's there's enough variables out there that we have to control uh, that are that are you know impossible to control that we're trying to just kind of get a grasp of and and hold on to and you know yeah, you're no, just we're gonna we're in. gonna make high school football in Iowa just the wild west as far as the the old days of recruiting right now. Um, I can't I don't want to say too much in case Roosevelt gets some stud move in from like Florida, uh, which we haven't yet. But you know we're recruiting, so <laughs> just kidding. If you know anyone on the board is listening, but uh, that out. <laughs> exactly. Chris, <laughs> well, if you're, if you're recruiting, nobody's coming. That's for sure. <laughs> well, for sure. For sure. But, uh, if Mitch um, is recruiting, they're coming though. Mitch, you'll sign I know, but yeah, that, that's the whole reason I'm at Roosevelt is, is Mitch Moore. A lot of you guys uh, listening would know Mitch Moore was on staff at Iowa state, um, with coach Rhodes and then, uh, coach Campbell as well. He took the header job at, uh, Des Moines Roosevelt and, uh, gave me a call. See Wait if a I want to oh, back on. So hold on a sec. A header is that like coach speak the head coach yeah no just yeah, head coach. Sorry. Header right. is he, terrible Who? he took he took the head the head coaching position at des moines roosevelt turn your hat back around uh, i like it this way i know it's um, probably not good to give visuals for people who are listening but todd he's a backwards hat guy now so this, this is a good this is good radio um but no mitch uh yeah mitch would be outstanding if we we're really allowed to recruit um but yeah, how, with these kids moving in, especially the, the quarterback kid moving into Valley, he's already got some place to play uh, next year. All he's doing right now is, you know, risk an injury potentially, which you know you would hate to see that. And but also, you know, as a senior in high school, yes, you love football and you want to play football, but you also want to play football with the guys you've grown up with and that you've spent all those years, you know, from touch football in the backyard to flag football as little kids to, you know, Pop Warner Youth Leagues all the way up now to varsity. That's one of the special things about high school football is uh, is you're playing with your best friends, the guys you grew up with, to just pack up and move and, and move a couple states away and say, I'm going to play here for and be there for three or four months. Um, 
you know, I mean, to, to each their own. And I, you know, I'm not in these kids' head. And, and maybe if I was 17, I'd, I'd think differently. I probably would think differently. Um, but it's it it just seems like it's uh, you kind of you're letting go of a little bit of, of what's special about high school football. And and also, you know, you're also thinking now not just he's not playing football with his buddies that he's grown up with and and all of his friends and family and stuff is he's also just not walking the halls with them on Monday through Friday in, in class. You know, he's not, uh, you know, hanging out on the weekends with them, you know, homecoming and all that stuff that's been, that's so special to a high school kid is uh, it's going to be all different. It's going to be surrounded by strangers and, and new people. But again, I'm not, you know, I'm not in their shoes. I, I can't decide for them. Um, and I can't, uh, you know, I don't know what all the, all the variables that are going into their decision, but yeah, I think I it's. Hope he doesn't play very well that first that week one. So. Hey, man to man, heat him up, blitz. It's you know it's going to be a it'll be a quick turnaround for anyone, but especially somebody playing quarterback. So it'll be interesting it to see a, another K State commit um, at Valley who plays running back for him. Yeah, I think I that was that. probably the connection. Yeah, there's why, a connection why there. I'm sure got, uh, why he ended yeah. up Valley. Yeah, but, but uh, yeah, I mean it's 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 easy for us to sit here and be critical of of kids that are. You know, their entire, you know, world has been thrown up, you know, turned upside that's down. True. So when you're 17, football is important. As yeah, I mean, that's all. So. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe you can come. five and a lot smarter and wiser, you know, maybe I think differently, but. <laughs> How old are you? Jeez. 35, buddy. Unless I guess I'm like a very high def, uh, high def camera. You can see the gray in this beard. Or, you know. All I see is red. <laughs> there's a little red in there too a little rouge yeah, ginger um that's not nice well, another thing too i think this is back in the kind of college football is the number of of like blue chip first round second round guys that are just all in all opting out um why would you play sport. at that point it really is a business to see yeah i think people. yeah i mean I, I guess the rondale moore kid from purdue like he's been i remember watching him as true freshman year a couple of years ago it's like He's a slot receiver and a kick return in the NFL right now. And he's got to play yeah. three years of college. Because at that, at that position, it's not, you know, there's guys that are, you know, like our first-round picks this year, like the Ruggs kid. I mean, they're, they're the same size. Those kids, yeah. it's not like they're any more physical or any bigger than he is. So. Yeah, the, I think, you know, it's great for college football fans that they have to stick around for three years or be yeah. three years removed from high school. That's great for us as fans because we know we're going to get them for – at least two years if they, you know, if they redshirted, we still get them for two years or usually if they're a blue chipper, we'll get them to watch them for three, but it's such an antiquated rule. I mean, the, these kids aren't coming in. It's not like the old days where high school, you didn't have much of a weight program and it would, and they were truly kids that had to turn into men. I mean, you tell me, you know, clowny coming out of high school or, you know, somebody like that probably couldn't find a spot in the NFL. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah, I think there's certain positions where you'd fare better. I, I, my point was that, you know, he's ready to go and it's, I know he was banged up last year and it's good to see he has an opportunity to go. It's a unique situation. And, you know, I don't know if this is going to be a trend where players sit out their entire senior years. You've kind of seen it start with some players sitting out bowl games, um, yeah. but or, I guess it'd be their junior years or senior years, depending on, you know, where they're at. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, we've seen that in basketball guys that are opting out of college and going to the G league or going overseas. Yeah. I mean, if you, if football, if you are such a can't miss guy and football is a little different to project on a 17, 18 year old. But if you're, if you're that guy and, and you know, that you're that confident and teams are that confident in you. I mean, it's going to get to the point where the money's too good to risk, uh, risk going out and having a career ending injury. 
Yeah, I mean Rashad Bateman here locally in in Minnesota. I mean they had they had a great run of recruiting receivers, and he was he's a he's a first second round guy. And mm-hmm. Micah Parsons, Penn State, uh, he's top five pick. It looks like so. Yeah, a lot of uh, it'll be interesting interesting to see kind of because uh, you know as these things you know you see your peers start to do it and you start thinking about it and you know maybe an agent or two gets in your ear and. You know, I think, yeah, this year, again, are you going to risk putting bad film on tape? Because, you know, it, it could be a different year. There could be a lot of distractions. And, you know, why not just mm. take your time, get healthy if you need to, and be in the best shape of your life going into, you know, what could be kind of a, a reset year and, and just hit the draft in 2021. So it makes yeah, a lot give, of sense. Give some of those guys a full year of draft prep. They're probably going to run pretty good 40s. But – Especially in football, like you're talking about, though, if, if it looks like a year that could be a little down for your team or for you individually, maybe stat-wise and things like that, I can see a lot of guys opting that way. You know, in football is such a sport that you rely on everybody else around you. If you look around and say, well, you know, if so-and-so goes down or if a couple of these guys test positive and are out for a couple of weeks, you know, that hurts us as a team. That's going to hurt me personally. You know, why go through it if I know that I'm going to be, you know, going to get top 15, top 20 money uh, in, in eight months. Yeah. I think more so, is it worth the risk when it's going to be a, you know, I don't want to call it a lost season, but it's just, there's so many unknowns out there. Yeah. Is there any way, like, I mean, for all sports, is there any way the world series champ doesn't get an asterisk next to their name after this season or, um, um yeah. I don't know. I, I think it's weird. Yeah. I think, you know, the NBA has got, I mean, they're with their tournament and the bubble and that's probably the one sport that's changed the most. Yeah. in terms of like the actual competition, how they usually do things. So, but no, I mean, you know, it probably is going to be like if, if the, if, if the Lakers win that the people who are, you know, anti LeBron, which is like, a, yeah. it's like an industry. There's, there's millionaires that are made up. 50% of the public is going to say there's a, yeah, it's count, like, there's an asterisk and the other 50% is going to say, no, that counts because yeah, and same you know, thing. If, team yeah. that I cheer for. So. Yeah. I'm a LeBron guy. So if anybody else wins, it's an asterisk all day. So. Hold on. Are you a LeBron guy? Like LeBron over MJ or just a LeBron fan? Uh, just a LeBron fan. I mean, I, I think, you know, MJ is MJ's one, LeBron's two. I'm not going to go crazy over that, but I'm Especially a big time LeBron the fan. Last, especially after watching The Last Dance, man. Yeah, that was pretty good. But. I mean, is there a bigger just dog or alpha than MJ? Every every episode, it came, it came back to at some point, and he looks to the camera and says, and you know that, I mean, I took a personal. Is because some guy walked by you in a hall and didn't say what's up to you, and you decided that you're going to go out and score 54 that night. I love it. He's just yeah. the ultimate competitor. That's just you know that's greatness though. There's all the people who are great at something are a little bit a little bit off in, in other areas. NBA, only other NBA player that isn't even remotely like that. I think, in my opinion, I'm not a huge NBA fan, but uh, Kobe. I mean, Kobe was a killer like that too. He wanted to bury you at all costs win at all costs, and then that's how Jordan was wired. LeBron, mm-hmm. probably physically – I mean, definitely physically more talented than those two guys. You're talking about a guy who's 6'8", 6'9", who knows how much he actually weighs and can move around, run a jump, and shoot like that. Uh, but, man, if he, if he was the dog like Kobe and MJ were, look out, league. But he's not. He's just kind of soft, so. Stop it. <laughs> yeah, if only – this is the one caveat I'll say. If, if the Bulls – I mean, they're beating like the Utah Jazz and Phoenix Suns and like Brian Russell and 
I mean, come on now. Uh, yeah, LeBron's Brian had Russell, to go you through. You didn't mention Carl Malone and Stockton. I'm saying like that's who's checking MJ. The competition for LeBron's been he's had to go through two dynasties in the Spurs and the Warriors. So I just think that matters. What's your? I don't know. To me, is like ten or twelve years, not a five-year run. Ten that limits it to like, like the Bill Russell Celtics and the Lakers. Yeah, that's a dynasty. And the Bulls in the nineties were a dynasty. That was they did it over like eight years. No, the Bulls won. They were like two, three. They won. They won six, six and eight years. Okay, but that's no. You you said ten years, so the Bulls don't count. I need to find another. I need to find somebody else to do this with. This is week one, and we're you're already pissing me off. I know. No. <laughs> All right, so LeBron over MJ. We settled that. Um, <laughs> oh God! Fifty percent of no. our listeners. Fifty percent of our twelve listeners just got off. No, I'm a. I'm a. I'm. I'm MJ one, but I'm a LeBron guy, man. I'm. A, I'm a LeBron James fan. So, let's see. The one thing we do need to talk about, though, was because you were. Uh-oh. Full disclosure, like we did record an episode, so it's Thursday night right now. We did; re- it's Thursday, August sixth. We recorded an episode last night, and yeah, we we did what we were we recorded well, okay. an episode, so, or we we did an episode. We did an episode. We're u- utilizing the great technology of uh, Zoom to record, and something happened. Didn't get saved. Who was responsible for that? Uh, was it Chris Williams? No, it was me. He's from Clarenda, him and Carper, I tell you what. But Yikes. never lost to them in any sport, by the way. But um, <laughs> yeah, it, that was on me. So this is kind of our uh, our podcast number one, um, part two. <laughs> so <laughs> Episode 1.2. Yeah, episode 1.2. So I'm looking right now, it says recording. I'm saving it to the desktop. Instead I see of, it in, in the corner. I see it says recording. So. Yeah. Well, this stupid zoom cloud, it's like, yeah, was, I, I ran like five tests, like recordings and it, it worked great every time. And then I'm looking online. It's like, yeah, sometimes they might take, you know, a few hours to, <laughs> to download and then they send you an email and okay, I can forward that on to whoever needs to edit it and it'll be, yeah, we're, we're good to go. And just email nothing, never came. Just nothing. Yeah. So <laughs> this is episode one, part two. Um, but, but yeah, we're more, excited. Hey, Hey, we're going to get a lot better at this, people. <laughs> well, 1.2. Yeah. Hey, episode 2.0 will be a lot better. Well, I yeah, I'll get better. I don't know about much, if you will. But... Brett will get better. All effort. I'll try and get better. We'll but see. I did. Okay, so there was a picture that was posted. Todd fires off a tweet, and I responded with a picture showing Oh yeah, the well, rivals the high school rankings. Why, set the backstory. Why did you send that out? Because we talked on the on this on, on deleted episode, episode on, you on were, the lost episode. The lost episode, you were talking about how I played eight man football when in reality I played three football, which is one class lower than Indianola. Anything I, below four is just I mean Okay, we would have blown the doors off of Indianola my senior year. I don't care what you say. So I just wanted to show you that we were the rankings are terrible. Like I don't know that we should, probably should have been ranked at a valley. Blow the doors off. Yeah, we would have beat you guys. It would have, Joe it would have been like quarterback, Cody Sinclair locking up oh, Davy on the outside. Cody Sinclair, forgot about him. Absolutely. Wade McAnally, tight end. Oh, McAnally. Yeah. Adam, Adam Glasgow at Mike Linebacker, just oh. blowing people. John Williams in the backfield for the Indianola Indians back in 2000. You haven't even mentioned T Mark, Tyler Mark, former team. Tyler Mark yeah, coming on. off the edge. I mean, he's a he's a hundred meter champ in the conference, and he's playing D end rushing quarterbacks. He played at Iowa State. 
Shout to T Mark. He would have given you fits. T Mark would have given you fits. Okay. So anyway, back to <laughs> sorry. Shout out. I had I to know. just kind of show you exactly. And the reason why I have that picture is because I wasn't home. Every time I go back home to my, my parents' house, my mom just unloads a bunch of stuff. I'm like, mom, I'm not, I don't she got have it out like, of the, she got it out of Brett's locker. Um, that she, that they, they bought it for storage. It's still, and, um, has decorated in his Your jersey. parents had one you, too. You may have seen that picture on Twitter. If not, I can retweet after this episode. Whatever, man, there's a bug in here. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> edit that <laughs> Anyway, um, so yeah, I was at home and there was like, we went undefeated state chance my senior year. You guys didn't, we did. So there was uh, like our cheerleaders did play in the dome or do you guys like just play outside somewhere? So our cheerleaders, um, <laughs> they made like scrapbooks for everybody. And that was one of the pages. And I was going to tell you, I took a picture of it because I was going to send it to you because you're an idiot and you always, you're always down on three, a football. And I'm two, not down like, on three, a football. I don't want people to think that I'm down on Atlantic three, a football. I'm, well, down, good, on, we're, I'm we're, down on Brett Meyer three, a football. Well, unfortunately we're actually a two, two way school now. Um, oh my goodness. Right now we're just seven smaller. man football. We're down to seven man. No, we probably <laughs> would still beat Indianola. So aren't you guys the smallest four a school or one of, um, when I was there, I think we had the second smallest four a school. I don't know where we're at. In the so you're barely now, a four a school. They're, okay. They're in four. They went to the playoffs last year. They're a good squad. What was their record? Seven and uh, six and six? Four and four playoffs? They played 12 games. I don't no. know. How many games? Was it nine I games in high school? Five and four, six and three, somewhere. Wow. It's an elite program there. It is when you're um, playing 4A schools, buddy. All right, sorry. sorry. People don't want to hear about Atlantic and Indianola. They want to hear about Atlantic, Cass County, Coca-Cola, capital of Iowa. It's legit. Oh gosh. Look it up. I won't. Um, but yeah, so that was kind of the backstory of, of the picture that was tweeted um, because we have a uh, an elitist, a coastal elite, if you will. Coastal um, <laughs> Lake Aquabi. <laughs> Wait, is that Coast a thing? Coast of Lake Aquabi. Yeah, that's Warren County, just south of Indianola, man. Warren County. I'll be a coastal elitist at Big Creek, uh, Big Creek Lake here in about a month. I'll tell you what, every time I come back to Iowa, though, you get the license plates are terrible. Like the black, the black and white ones are good, but the nor the standard ones, they, they look bad. Yeah. I mean, whatever. I don't. Okay. They're the same. They're the same color as your headphones. <laughs> My neon green bows. Those are bad. Okay. Let's wrap here. I think, uh, yeah, if we want to have a second episode, we better just quit now. So, but uh, yeah, we're, I'm excited about it. I know Todd is. So, Obviously, we got some sports gear. They're starting to get back into gear, obviously. Oh, PGA Championship picks. Um, oh, yes. Yeah, I know that I got my, – my pick was Tony Finau, and this was on the on the Lost crazy. Tapes, the, the, the episode that – we're going to call it the Lost Tapes. It's going to come out and on our 500th episode. We're going to go back and listen. Um, but, yeah, I got Tony Finau. I think you picked Bryson. He's your favorite golfer. No, 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 no. I would never pick Bryson. He's terrible. He's the most annoying human on earth. Uh, he said the other day that he wanted to live to be 130 or 140 years old. Yeah. And he tried to get a free drop last tournament because of uh, a fire ant. So Listen, no, I'm not a Bryson guy. No, well, you came up last year for the 3M championship in Minneapolis and I was leaving and Brittany was ready to leave. And you said, no, I want to go watch Bryson. That's untrue. That is absolutely true. I honestly true. don't remember that. I yeah, want to go watch, I want to go watch Wolf cause he has a crazy swing. I want to see no. person. Yeah, I want to go watch Bryson and see if I can get his autograph. Okay. <laughs> the second part is definitely made up. The first part I think is made up. The second part is definitely made no. up. But if you want my pick, 
Um, it's easier now than last night because round one is in the books. Uh, so, I mean, Brooks, of course, of course he's going to win. Brooks Kepka, he wins. He's won two straight PGA titles. He's going to win a third. Um, he's, I think he's one shot back right now after round one. My heart wants Ricky to win. And, of course, Ricky just that doesn't happen. implodes as always. And just, you know, I think he finished at three over. I think he had four, um, four uh, pars on the day. Everything else was a few birdies and, and a bunch of bogeys. Actually, you know, I'm just, I'm just going to root for uh, Harold Varner or Tiger Woods. Those are my guys. Why is that? Why is that? Uh, they're sponsored by Nike. Brett, Brett up there in Minneapolis. I'm just We're not going to get Tony Fee now. Justice right now. Tony Fee now. <laughs> of course. <laughs> no, I like Fee now, man. I want him to win. He's got. He just doesn't have any dog in him. He's too nice, man. He's just. He is. He, but he's, he's a golfer. A top 10 he machine. Uh, yeah. The boys no, get he's, paid every week, but he is. Uh, he's not. Yeah. He's not. A, he's not. He's not a closer. That's for sure. Yeah. But Brooks is going to win. I don't know why this is even a. The only. The only person that can take out Brooks is Tiger, and that's if Tiger decides. That he wants to um, that he wants to come back and play to the, uh, this weekend. Yeah, if he can get but, activated in the cold San Francisco weather. Stop it! All right, let's wrap this uh, episode one in the books. Point, Promise point we'll two. get better. Looking point, forward point to it. Two. Obviously, when the college football comes, that's uh, I just yeah, I just hope we get a season, man. I'm ready for it. We need it. I think everybody needs it. It's uh, hopefully we get this under control. It could be a long winter, um, but we got an election coming up. We absolutely oh need gosh. distractions. I'm we tired need of sports. We need college football. I can't turn on the TV and listen to nothing but political ads. Oh man, I can um, only imagine. That would be an absolute nightmare. So, yep. But, all right. Um, cheers. All right, buddy. Well, hey, I'm sure I'll talk to you again tomorrow night because we'll be redoing this thing. So, no, I, listen. Stop <laughs> recording. And and I've already see. I already see it on my desktop. There's a folder created. So, as long as Zoom comes through, we're good to go. Okay. All right. All right. Thanks, everybody. Cheers. Cheers.